All right, lads. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcast network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcast, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Sometimes you get bored of N64, so let's watch wrestling till our eyes get sore. We love the Tivoli, but there's so much more wrestling around the world. Making friends and making times in wrestling around the world. Hello everyone and welcome to Sarah and Sarah Wrestling Around the World, 16 Carat Gold Edition. We're over two weeks removed now from 16 Carat Weekend. We have recovered, we're rested. Sarah, how are you? I'm doing good. I am feeling the effects of 16 Carat still with a lot of work and college work to catch up on. So being a little bit busy, but I wouldn't change it for the world. No, I think 16 Carat Weekend, reflecting back, we we had a lot of rice pudding. A lot of rice pudding. Um, it was rice pudding all the way through, really, except for on night two. No, there was rice pudding on night two. On night one, there wasn't, but there was David Starr losing again, which was, to some people's delight, but other people's sadness. I don't know if we really got rice pudding on night one. There was some rice pudding moments on night one, but for sure there was big bowls of rice pudding on night two and three. What is rice pudding? Explain rice pudding. It's rice pudding. It's rice when, the, when the fans get what they want. Yeah, but you can't have rice. Who, who said the... Who it's said? a Christian Mikhail Jacobi-ism where he said you cannot have rice pudding for dinner every night as a way to say that the fans can't always get what they want in wrestling. Sometimes the fans are going to be upset. Very wise. It's very wise of Christian Michael Jacobi. I mean, like, I do like rice pudding, but I probably only have it, like, maybe not even every year. What about you, Sarah? Yeah, not very often. I'd say every few months, you know, when things are going well and I'm really happy, you know, I I want that bit of rice pudding. In fact, I think they should even start selling rice pudding, you know, periodically at the wrestling like when you're selling it you know you're in you're in the mood it's going to be a good night eat some rice pudding and then maybe the next night it it could be sold out and you're like oh no but you know in your brain you're set up now for the night that you know it's going to be an unhappy ending but that wasn't a problem here no i'm still still buzzing from all the goings on you're still buzzing a week, two weeks nearly removed. Two weeks, two full weeks removed. Wow, we are really slow recording this. And a week removed from Scrapper Mania. You're still buzzing on the carrot. Yeah, yes. The carrot, I think, was just so overwhelming. Coming from World Tag Team League, which had some very down moments and everyone left quite sad yeah. that we've gone from the lowest of lows to the highest of highs. And I think just after re-watching the whole tournament, I think it's just been fantastic. And I think there's a lot of great stuff that we need to get into. I agree. But we do have a schedule um, for this show, which is the first 20 minutes should be discussing McDonald's menu in Germany. The next 25 minutes should be discussing the Oberhausen Open. And the next five minutes should be wrestling chat, followed by 20 minutes on Absolute Andy's entrance, and finally, a final 20 minutes on the karaoke. 
I mean, I think that's pretty much the perfect setup for this show. Uh, ben has put together the perfect schedule. I think we should refer to him for our weekends from now on when we're discussing everything. We should probably try to kind of stick somewhat to Ben's schedule for us. Um, maybe just kind of broaden it out a bit. So maybe we'll start with the food at 16 Carat, which was mainly McDonald's. Yes, I think the big topic of this weekend in McDonald's, you probably didn't have it because you're a vegetarian, but the Pizza Max, that was a huge thing going into 16 Carat and the hype to have the Pizza Max because I don't think they're available over here or in England or in France. What is a Pizza Max? So Pizza Mac is, so you have your patty, you have this like tomato kind of base sauce, you have some cheese in there and then some cheesy bread and probably gherkins because there's gherkins and everything in McDonald's and a few other bits and it tastes like a pizza but also a burger so it's a pizza mac did you have a pizza mac on no no that'd be very intimidating to my belly now did you have a pizza mac there I had it once I had them on oh I think I had it on day one because the hype Jenna our good friend Jenna is obsessed with Pizza Max and we had to go in and get one to just had to start the weekend on a good note. But it, it was a controversial topic. Some people don't like Pizza Max. And I think there was, you know, the side that did and the side that didn't. The chicken box also a big, a big standout over the weekend as well with the chicken wings and the chicken nuggets. Um, so diversity in McDonald's has been a big thing and you need it over that carrot weekend. I was very um, happy to discover that they do egg McMuffins, but it's just written as bacon and egg McMuffin until I was smart enough on the final day to realize that I could order it without the bacon. So I could just have an egg McMuffin at any time of the day, which was really great. So I need to remember that for a future. And also the Veggie Burger TS. I don't know what TS stands for, but it's called Veggie Burger TS. Is is really quite good as well in, in the German McDonald's. It's completely different than the Irish Veggie Burger which they don't do anymore. They've taken that away, sadly. Uh, they've replaced it with this veggie goujon thing, which is not as good. But the German veggie burger TS. If anyone knows what TS stands for, let me know. But I, I'm a fan. Uh, I also tried the German version of the hot apple pie, which is like a cherry thing, and that was awful. Oh, oh, I don't like that. They can't change that apple pie. Mm. It's too good over here. Yeah, it was like... It, it it was like a dark brown color and it had like cherry stuff and white stuff in the middle, possibly yogurt. A lot of things are yogurt in, in Germany. But yeah, no, I wasn't a fan of the cherry bake or whatever it was. Oh no, I don't sound, I don't like the sense of that at all, actually. No. I also had Burger King over Carrot Weekend, actually. Oh wow, you made the trek all the way, an extra five minute walk over to the Burger King. Well, it was actually on the way back from the bowling, so it was just convenience. Oh. Um, and it was absolutely lashing raining, so we just had to make the pit stop in. And like it was okay, you know. It, it it's just not the same though. Not and, the same uh, as Ireland, or not the same as McDonald's? It's not the same as McDonald's. Like I actually had to go and talk to someone to order, and I'm not in for that at all. Give me my machine so I can take about ten minutes trying to get my order in and get my number and go. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, at the venue for 16 Carat, there's like three food options, which is the McDonald's, the kebab van, which are right outside, 
And then also the Burger King, which is about an extra five to ten minute walk away. Yeah, and we had the extra walk this time because Carrot was in the bigger Turbine and Halla rather than Turbine and Halla 2, which is directly across from the McDonald's. Literally a two-minute walk, if even that. So you had to trek even longer for our food this time. Yeah, it's like you do end up eating McDonald's a lot over the weekend because it's what there is. Um, the only place to sit down and have food. So, like, I mean, the goal and what people should have in mind is that they don't eat McDonald's like the first day they arrive. If you've got any other option, bar McDonald's, if you're somewhere else, do not eat McDonald's in the airport coming in. Do not eat McDonald's when you're in around Centro. If you can at any stage not eat McDonald's, do not eat McDonald's because you're going to eat a lot of McDonald's. Yeah, I think 360 in Centro, uh, where there's loads of food places, but 360 is the place to go because it's usually not that busy and you can get like your, your plain boy food, as I like to call it. And the drinks, yeah, you can get loads of drinks there if you want, you know, nice, you know, iced tea, or if you want to go for a cocktail, or obviously the beer. So I think it's a it's a good choice. Yeah, for sure. Um, any place in Central, really. I like the Alex and the Louisiana as well. Get nice salads, potatoes, decent food. I did get some decent food this time. I did eat a lot of McDonald's, but I did also have some nice salads and some some potatoes and stuff like that. So. I had a lovely crispy pork cutlet in Louisiana, <laughs> which used to be the big pork cutlet. Miss you, Jonah Rock. Aww. Um, I think that's it for the McDonald's discussion. Hey, Sarah, read out what Eugene Agatha is saying to me on the television. Okay, Alan wants me, in case that didn't pick up, Alan said, can you please read out what Eugene Nagata is saying to him on the television because he's playing Fire Club Pro? How do you say it? Fire Pro. Fire Pro. Okay. Eugene Agata saying to Alan, now we're going to judge your performance quality, Coonahan. Wait here. And he looks very cute. (laughs) (laughs) Nagata and the others shuffle into the office to decide your fate. The press is already pelting the losers with questions. You can see the shame and disappointment in their bowed heads as they respond. It doesn't matter that I've only known these men a few hours. We developed a bond with one another even as we clashed in the ring. I know how frustrated they must feel. And yet I am the sole survivor destined to succeed. I'll remember you all when I reach the top. I will. (laughs) I don't have like remedial reading. It's just the words are coming up slowly on the screen as I was reading. <laughs> and the guy now says, sorry to keep you waiting. Uh, and super strong machine. I don't know who that is. That's a man in a blue mask. He says, all right, Tanahashi, go ahead. And Tanahashi says, sure. <laughs> Alan says, gulp. <laughs> Hiroshi Tanahashi says, Kunahan, you've passed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hope Ben is okay with the segue here that we've done. Um, Sorry, Ben. He's a new Japan fan. He won't mind. Um, I guess we are moving on to the Oberhausen open analysis now. Are we going to give like proper expert analysis or how are we going to go about this? Well, I'm going to start with the shocking news of the event is that... um, 
I won a medal. I won my lanes. Uh, me and you, team me and you, you the lovely Japanese ladies wrestler, why you you, she was a great bowler. Uh, she did better than me. Um, she arrived a little bit late. So some of her scores were actually me playing because I started for us. Um, but she came and she was so much fun. She didn't think she was good at bowling. She was really apologetic before she started saying she wasn't good. But then she smashed it. She even got some strikes and she was so happy when she got her strikes. Um, and you got to bowl with Daisuke Sakamoto. Yes, I got to bowl with Daisuke, whose uh, fingers wouldn't fit in any of the bowling balls because he's such a tank. I know when he came in, he was the last person to arrive with you because um, he had such a big merch line. But he did come in and he was looking at all the bowling balls and it never clicked with me that there was a problem with his fingers fitting the balls. Uh, and I was directing him over to Sarah, to you. Um, I was directing him over to your lane and I just wasn't understanding what he was trying to tell me about his fingers not fitting in the balls. I thought he thought he had to pick out his own ball to play or something. It just wouldn't have registered with me that he would have a problem with the, with the bowling balls. But I was talking to him about it the next day and he thought it was funny. He was in good form. He said he was <laughs> Jesus, you should have, Sarah. Did you see the size of the burger that man was eating? <laughs> I like, did, but Alan did. My word, it was massive. <laughs> <laughs> I was every time I just looked, I'm like, oh my god! But I felt so rude interrupting him eating his food because he looked so content. <laughs> like Daisuke San, it's your go. <laughs> I saw him. He had like a napkin and everything. Um, yeah I saw him I didn't look at his food I just wouldn't be too prying but I brought you over to talk to Iria I was like do you want to go talk to Iria and she was like sure because we'd just taken her go and I was like going over with her and then she wants to talk to Daisuke and then she realised she was eating and just left him alone Um, but yeah I I heard from other people that they had this giant burger but like do do you think they sell that burger all the time in nippies or do you think it was a special Daisuke Sekimoto size burger definitely a Daisuke special Sakimoto special. There we go. That's better alliteration. Um, had to be. It, I'd I'd say it was more than a pound. Like, oh, I think that's going to have to be a new thing for the Oberhausen Open or Oberhausen Open training that you can get that if you go in there on the Thursday before Inner Circle and you can do a bit of training and eat the Daisuke specials to get kind of ramped up for it. Yeah. Oh, I th- see. I was going to say, oh, maybe I should do that, but I can barely eat a quarter pounder. <laughs> Never mind a Daisuke. A second motor special, so but it, we had a lot of fun. I think Daisuke had a great time, good, uh, which, which is what matters. We didn't win our lanes, and I think to be fair, that was mainly down to me being like, Holy god, I'm teaming with Daisuke Sakamoto, and he's after saying, Sarah Ichiban. So <laughs> after that, it was just like, <laughs> then I had peaked. <laughs> we want more, I mean, that's worth more than the medal, to be fair, yeah. And he hugged me after I got a strike, so, oh you know. That's amazing. I felt like I didn't get to talk to everyone who came because obviously I was so busy trying to get set up and I was getting questions from everyone the whole time, all night. Um, so I did feel a little bit frazzled at times, but I felt bad because I never even realised that, that like Chris Ridgway was there. Oh my God, I was about to say the exact same thing. I found it the next day. I felt so bad. I didn't even say hi to him or thanks for coming or anything. So if anyone knows Chris Ridgway, say we're very sorry. We didn't. But he had a different look or something, didn't he? Or he just looked different in his regular clothes. Yeah, he didn't look like himself because he's recognisable by his tattoos. So if we don't see the tattoos, you know. 
should have said it to him when, like, when he was coming out for ambition. I was at, I was at the ramp show and I'm like, thanks Ridgeway for coming, Bowling. I know, I felt really bad afterwards. Because like, the other wrestlers, like, you're shot and Freud lads. Like, you don't need to say thanks to them to come, for coming because, I mean, they know we appreciate it. You know what I mean? But when you don't know Ridgeway and some other of the guys, um, yeah. Not that we don't have to say thanks. Like, obviously, we're very appreciative, but they know, like, you know. Yeah, I, I think they had it. They make their own fun, and I think it's they're they're pretty grateful that we're doing it as well because it gives them a chance to let loose and and do something a bit different than bullying yeah. Lucky Kid back in their hotel room. Oh, poor Lucky Kid! They broke his bed and they said it was him. Scoundrels! Uh, I was talking to Matthew Macken, who had the pleasure of sharing the apartment with the boys that weekend. So it was uh, Aussie Open. Chris Brooks, Lucky Kid, and Matthew Macklin in the apartment. And Matthew had a time. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh, but my God. I won't go into it. I won't reveal anything he said. But, yeah, they, they are little rascals, I'll put it that way. If there's a sure sign that Lucky should stick with the Rise boys, I think it could be that. Yeah, yeah. I think Lucky should stick with Pete Bouncer and even Kiev. I mean, they're wholesome boys. Maybe the Mac is good now, too. He'll learn how to fix the fence. Yeah, you know, it's fixed the fence hanging out with even Kiev. He does some DIY with his family. <laughs> now I just want a camera to follow them around during the summer break. Lucky kid learned a DIY from even Kiev. Yes. Yeah, it's 16 carat. If you if you haven't seen it yet, you need to watch all the 16 carat. Can't stress it enough. But the angle they did was um, kind of Rise versus uh, Schadenfreude. Uh, kind of for Lucky's affection and love and Lucky kind of happened to pick a side maybe and then he didn't want them to fight each other and it was really well done and it, it was good um, I, I think that they could go far with that angle um, I want Lucky to stay with the Rise boys though Yeah I think it's really interesting when I was at the, the media centre on the Sunday they were kind of talking about bringing Schadenfreude in and how it doesn't matter like if people don't watch Fight Club Pro because the guys are so active on social media, kind of pushing out all this content and Schadenfreude is kind of well known. Yeah. If you what if you if you are online and you do kind of see bits and bobs other places, but I think another factor in that as well is Timothy Thatcher, um, not in Ring Camp anymore. So He's in Schadenfreude, obviously, in, in Fight Club Pro. Is that something that's going to play up as well? Possibly. And he's out in his own WXW now, but Schadenfreude are there. I guess there's layers to the story. So, I mean, everyone who's in Schadenfreude has been in WXW somewhat. Like Aussie Open did the UK shows. Pretty much all the WXW UK shows, I think at least Davis was on. And, of course, doing Tag League as well. And they're bringing them over a little bit more now as well. And obviously, like Walter and Walter's not in Schadenfreude anymore, though. Sure, he's not. Oh. No, they kicked him out because he's a big trader. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got Tim, who's a WXW guy. Brooks has been WXW for years. And the Aussie Open guys. And obviously, Lucky Kid, who's again more WXW than anywhere else as well. Um, so, yeah, they're all there already. It's just bringing their, their gimmick to the front. Yeah, maybe if if Tim goes into Schadenfreude, maybe he'll come bowling next time. I asked him. Um, I met him on the way out, and I just said, "Are you sure you won't come bowling?" 
and Alan's just have to leave in the room, but I'm going to get Alan to do his Timothy Thatcher impersonation when he comes back. And what Tim said when I said, Tim, are you sure you wouldn't like to come bowling with us? But I'm going to leave you in suspense there. He's out of the room. When he comes back, we'll talk about that a bit more. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, the bowling, um, I think, a big success. Obviously, like it was only your second time running it. So, of course, there's going to be a few hiccups here and there. But I think overall, like if everyone had fun, then it was a success. And our winners in Alan and Norman Harris, who won by one pin. One singular pin. The Benno curse continues. (laughs) Second <laughs> place by one. Him and Patrick Struba of the Media Center. Um well yeah, it was it was very tight. Um the next the third place were a good few points behind first and second. I think there could have been about ten points in it. But they did great too. It was Je- Gemma and not Jenna, Gemma from Ireland and who had an awful night, may I add. Poor Gemma was messaging me. She uh she, she wasn't able to get off work on Friday, so she was going to work Friday, fly in after work, got the late flight from Ireland, had tickets booked for Saturday and Sunday, wanted to do the bowling, but her flight got redirected because of the wind, didn't land in Dusseldorf, got directed to Cologne, and then she somehow missed the transfer that the airport were putting on to bring the people from Cologne to Dusseldorf Airport. And she ended up paying a lot of money in a taxi. And it was her first time in Germany. So I think she was a bit nervous as well. So she had had like an awful long day of work and travel and then travel going wrong. And then it all turned around for her and she was delighted that she won a trophy. So I was so happy for her. Oh, I was absolutely delighted for her. Like after a night like that, she deserved it. Yeah, she really did. And her partner was Stato, who is the Pearl podcast on Twitter and yeah happy for him too um there were three team winners and we also had lane winners we had 10 different lane winners which there's medals between two lanes but i don't think that ended up happening in some cases but it was out of our hands once we handed over the medals and the envelopes i think some people didn't read that there was two lanes on the envelope or didn't or didn't care that there was two lanes on the envelope and may have taken medals that they didn't win yeah i went around every lane making sure they all had them beforehand so once I did that, and I gave them to a person, I didn't just leave them down. I explained it to the person. <laughs> These are medals for your two lanes. Are you okay with this? Yeah. You okay, said, then. Thank you. <laughs> on Twitter, I don't know how many times beforehand, everything was inside in the envelope. The badges, the stickers, the scorecards, the pens, which didn't work. But I will say about the markers that I showed everyone a happy hour how to work the pens. You have to take the bick out and turn it around the other way. And we showed. I showed how many people were there. You were my witness. Yeah, no, you did. About 25 people at Happy Hour, how the pens worked. And I was very loud about it and clear about it, but then nobody could work them because they'd completely forgot. But the (sighs) pens were really bad as well. So there was a marker and a pen in each thing. And I'd shown people how to work the marker, um, but nobody could figure it out at the time. And the pens were shit. Um, Next time, we're going to bring pens from Ireland, reliable big biros, none of these crappy German pens that I had to buy last minute in the Centro because we forgot. Because somebody who we love but will remain unnamed was meant to send us pens, branded ones, but then never did. That's okay. So next okay. time. We'll get them next time. It's okay. Um, so my rant about the pens. Um, we'll have proper pens the next time. Don't worry, everyone. Um, 
We're learning all the time. We're learning all the time. Also, we ended up starting later than we did at um, the first one, even though we told them at the first one, we told them we'd start at half 11. We told them this time we'd start a quarter past 12. Like that was 45 minutes later, but still people were later again. Yeah, I think like we try to do a good job of rounding up and obviously you can't like wrestlers, they have to do their job. And then yeah. he, you know, and I would never begrudge someone doing their job because that's what they're there for. Yeah. And we're very happy to have them over for the bowling. Um, I think it's just, I think it's because it was so big and there's two of us. I think next time we kind of know now, okay, now we need to stick to deadlines and make sure that there's a responsible person and everyone kind of getting the names in on time because that's a big one. That was kind of hard to to get working and yeah, but I think we know now. We have we have two tournaments to take experiences from going forward. Yeah, I don't want to talk too much about the negative because absolutely everyone said they had a great time and there was no complaints. There really yeah. wasn't, except for my pen's not working over and over again, <laughs> which yeah. is only something tiny. Right? I actually think I have a bag of pens sitting up in my room, so uh, I, <laughs> I, I I'll pack them now for tag league. <laughs> Yeah, but everyone seems to have a great time. Everyone was really seemed to be really happy. Um, and nobody got hurt this time. I don't think there was any glass broken or anything either. The staff in Nippy seemed to be quite happy. Yeah, even when uh, there was chopping going on in the middle of the bowling alley, I went when I was going up to give back my shoes. I was like, "Is this all okay? Like <laughs> everything? Everything's all right?" They were like, "Yeah." <laughs> Probably right in the money that night. Yeah, they did on the beers and stuff. I know we weren't there for that long, but like there was a lot of beers consumed. And, and, bur- and, and burger meat. Yeah, and we filled up all the lanes. And I think some people paid for poodle and stuff like that as well that were there watching. Um, Alan's here, so I'm going to call him over. Okay. Oh my God, this isn't the Joe Lanza. Wanting all the mainly weekend companies to go out of business Joe Lanza <laughs> come on Joe Lanza alright so what we're going to do here if you don't mind you don't have to do it if you don't want want to but I know you can do it I know you can do it justice I'm going to say and you're going to follow up are you ready you're going to know what I'm going to say Tim are you sure you won't come bowling with us well oh, ma'am I know you've you've been uh, trying to convince me and you've done a heck of a job but I'm afraid I'll have to pass. Uh, I hate to disappoint, but I have to fight Mr. Yuki Ishikawa tomorrow. <laughs> and let me tell you, he's really fired up about it. <laughs> That's good. That was worth. That was worth the wait. <laughs> it was worth the wait, wasn't it? Uh, it's oh. nice to know that if he wasn't wrestling, Mr. Yuki Ishikawa the next day that it was up there. He could have gone. <laughs> uh, Tim is super nice all the time. <laughs> I don't think he wants to go bowling at all, but he'd just be nice about it. We'll get him there sometime though, maybe. We'll trick him and say that it's uh it's it's uh it's just gonna, we're gonna be filming like a promo or something. Uh sneak him over to Nippies and oh no, it's an actual bowling tournament. I tried flattery, I was like, Oh, you look like you'd be very good at bowling. But I mean he does, doesn't he? I mean yeah, I th- a Tim could be good at anything, I think. Yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, so many wrestlers came. It was great to have them all there. They all seemed Andy and Kelly shirts or something else. 
Oh man, the the minute I got in, Killer Kelly saw me and she like kind of signaled me over to go look at the shirts and I was like, "Oh my god." Like this is it kind of wore my heart to see like her so excited and Andy, Andy was buzzing for it. <laughs> he was, he was so happy. Um I heard he didn't talk to anyone on his lane though. Was still kind of healing it up a bit. Like on purpose, but the lads were delighted with it. They just thought it was hilarious. It's Andy. <laughs> At the time, he was WXW champion. Like, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, God. And Julian Pace got the shirts made for him and Connor as well, which is awesome. Absolutely lovely. Like, yes. that's what we want to see. And I think next time, I think we should encourage it going forward that people should, um, you know, once they know their teams, start putting stuff together. Yeah, it was super late this time when we did the draw. Like, Jern and Dragon did an amazing job. It was so entertaining to watch. Um, but it was a little bit later, so people didn't have time to plan outfits and stuff. Um, but I think next time we're going to have the teams made a little bit earlier. Should we give the spoiler here on the show? Yeah, that's a big reveal. Big reveal. Well, drum roll. Overhausen open three O's. Three O's. Huh? 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 Get it? <laughs> Overhausen open three O's. So six people max per lane, two teams of six per lane. Don't know if we'll get enough people to book out all 20 lanes again because Tag League is a little bit smaller than Carrot, but two teams per lane and Maybe some people can make their own teams. So what you're saying is two teams per lane, head to head, mano y mano, two teams of three strive to survive. We have the promo done already. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> the Survivor Series is two teams of five strive to survive. Oh, yeah, That's good. But it will increase when it's two teams directly against each other in the lane. Yeah. I think that's going to be good. I think you'll get some good fierce competition. I think so. Um, will the winners of Chikara's King of Trios 2019 gain automatic qualification into uh, Oberhez and Open Trios? Yes. What? If they are booked. <laughs> I don't if know. It's still to be determined, I'm sure. Oh. I don't keep up with my Chikara these days. Maybe ask. Will maybe... Osprey's trios tag team I was going to say, yeah, Will Osprey's <laughs> intermediate <laughs> trios titles or the never open weight six man titles. Or... Oh, man. If we can get Togi Bay over to bowl, I am all in on that. <laughs> I think Lucky should bowl with Even and, and beat Bouncer myself. And then we'll have Schadenfreude on the same lane. More than hype, maybe get them all three of them. I'd like that. You could have bad bones, John Klinger, uh, <laughs> leading a team of exiled WXW wrestlers. Sick <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Shane Strickland, bad bones, <laughs> and Carnage or something. Carnage, what a donna! Carnage. Oh, the Carnage. Actually, no, there's no way the Carnage fan club think you guys doing your voting is in any way cool. No. They would be outside throwing beer cans at the voting alley. <laughs> Nobody's getting any of this. Like, all our listeners are in America and they're all like, what the hell are they talking about? They're um, like, why is Shade Strickland involved? <laughs> <laughs> um, where were we? Yes, trios. Uh, thank you, Alan. <laughs> um, so, 
Um, not sure yet, but definitely Norman Harris and uh, Alan um, from Ireland. They can definitely pick their third member, which would be a great team to get on um, for the trios. Maybe they'll pick and. Andrea Cartier, who was actually the overall best bowler, he scored 153 points and was the top bowler of the whole tournament. Um, so he won a lovely prize as well, and a year's subscription to Fighting Spirit magazine, which was a very generous gift um, from Brian Elliott of Fighting Spirit magazine, along with a glass trophy um, for Andrea. So maybe they'll team together. Maybe they won't. I'll leave that up to them. I mean, will they all be there? Who knows? But if they play, they can definitely pick their own team. Who knows? I'm very excited for this because trios is actually my favorite uh, bowling kind of ensemble. Oh, yeah? It's always been a favorite. It's what I bowl in in league. It's what I've won the most medals in for Ireland. It's what I've won the most medals in overall. So, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this. My quest to, to finally win an Oberhausen Open. Maybe Norman and Alan will pick you as their partner. <sighs> they'd be They'd be very smart, too. Yeah. But I will not begrudge them if they don't. No, not at all. They can pick anyone they like. That's their choice. Um, if they pick Andre, Dre, then he's with them. And if he's happy to do that, he can be with him. If not, he can put together his own team as well if he's there because he's a winner too. Yeah. Um, so he can pick his people. Um, but we can do a mystery draw for, for people who are on their own as well at the end. Um, my team is going to be myself, my 11-year-old nephew, and my my good husband over here, Al Alan Kenahan. That's the team. That's team four Al, uh, because we're not going to put my eleven year old nephew into a random mystery. <laughs> <laughs> put some manners on him. <laughs> you end up adjourned, you're gonna be shouting at him or something. <laughs> oh my god. Um we won't put him near Chris Brooks or Kyle Fletcher because they will just throw him down the bowling lane. Yeah, actually, poor Jern is getting a bad rep there. He was protecting Scott Murren from getting thrown down the bowling lane. Should have been Chris Brooks or someone I, I mentioned. But um, yeah, there was there was Scott bowling as well this time around. So it's becoming an annual tradition to bowl Scott down the lane, I think. But yeah, I think he enjoys it. So, so I just I'll have to keep my way. I think I'll... Uh, just stick around until the end and see. Uh, I'll put a ragtag team together and we'll defy the odds. <laughs> Pick up Timothy Thatcher last minute going out the door. Yeah, right, Tim. Come on. Yeah, uh, pick someone else that's in here. Yeah, you can come. That's how I got my partner. Um, I just wanted to leave myself open in case someone like from WXW wanted to come last minute. And I only found out you was going to play on the day Alan, Alan was talking to her. Um, she first she didn't think she should play because she wasn't very good, but she was awesome and like much better than most people. She was in, definitely in the top half of players, at least. I'm telling you, if you have good hand-eye coordination, you're good at bowling. Yeah, she's just being humble, I think. Yeah, that's okay. Um, anything else from Oberhausen Open? No, I think that's it. Just big thank you to Avalanche for designing our logo. Um, rotation for venue relations, communications and relations with Nippies. He was great. Dragon and Jern for doing the draw. That was, uh, if, if you haven't seen it, it's still up on Dragon's Twitch. It was so funny. Even though it's like pointless for you to watch the draw of an event that's already happened, it's still just so much fun to watch because it's just hilarious. 
yeah, there's like Johnny Five Knives and all these other characters that that they come in. Like they put in a lot of hard work into it. And really? I think, yeah. How many streams have we checked in like a few days after? Was it two point five thousand? Yeah, that's mad, crazy. Um, that must have been like a point of people dropping in or something because I think it did max out at about one hundred and fifty people watching it live. But that's still crazy, like one hundred fifty people Obviously. watching. Some little bowling stream. <laughs> That's like how many people were there. Yeah. Crazy. It's just really blown up. Um, so even though I say maybe we won't do as big numbers at Tag League because Tag League's smaller, maybe we will. Who knows? I think the word of WXW weekends are are just growing and growing. Everyone just sees how much fun is had at the shows, after the shows, at the well, the bowling now, the after parties, just the general camaraderie that happens at these weekends. Um, yeah, it's they're growing bigger. Yeah, like not one single person said it was okay or they didn't have fun. Everyone had like such a great time and everyone's planning on coming back as soon as they can. I've even roped another friend that's never gone outside of Ireland for a wrestling show and he wants to go now as well uh, in October. Just after seeing everything on social media, he's like, yeah, I want to go. Just looks so much fun. Word of mouth is strong. And the great thing is, especially this weekend, I don't know if we want to get into our five minutes of wrestling talk, <laughs> but um, the the quality of wrestling this weekend and the diversity of the fields really, really helped. Um, I I love nearly every single minute of it. Yeah, for sure. They're like getting into five minutes of wrestling talk, just like stuff that stuck out for me. Um, and you're going to mention was uh, obviously a hot and spicy coming back. That was like amazing for me. I, I loved it. Um, they were my absolute favorites. The first time I went over to WXW in 2014, um, like I didn't enjoy the tournament. I spoke, spoke about this before. I didn't enjoy the first WXW tournament. I went to which 16 car 2014. Um, just wasn't for me. I, I wasn't a big independent wrestling fan at the time. I'd watch WCW, ECW, WWE, a big fan of all of those um, when they were on, um, but just didn't get into independent wrestling or Japanese wrestling or anything like that for a while. Kind of in around 2014, probably 15, uh, I, got, I got into these. But uh, for me, I just didn't didn't click with me, except for Freddie Stahl and uh hot and spicy i loved hot and spicy and i was so happy that i decided to go back in 2015 where i knew a little bit more of the guys and then really got into it a bit more but it was hot and spicy that kind of that i thought of that yeah i'll go back and see hot and spicy in 2015 which is great it probably sounds crazy but them coming back was just amazing um especially against jfk as well who are my other faves um and the crowd were so into it as well it was great because sometimes it could feel like even though it kind of didn't happen, it could feel like maybe that the UK and the Irish and like the the people who have flown in for 16 Carrot kind of take over the chance and kind of the team of the weekend at points. But this was all for the German fans and, and they loved it. Like, Yeah, it was their moment, really, I think, because they like me trying to sing along, you know, I like, obviously don't know the words. But every like all the Germans around me knew every single word to Nordish by nature. And there's people in floods of tears nearly <laughs> seeing the guys come out because it is something special. And you could see it on Axel's face, just how happy he was. You know, obviously he went to the tournament and the character that he plays in NXT is very serious and ring camp Axel's very serious. But hot and spicy Axel's there to have fun. Yeah. 
that's uh, the after show party. Are you going to the after show party? It's going to be wild, Axel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's yeah. It was so great to see them, those guys like that, and even Mac. Like I, I don't care that he's a bad, evil guy. Like, um, in storyline, like it just it didn't matter, you know. Him coming out of hot and spicy, Mac was just brilliant as well. And it kind of it was kind of nice, I think, because it was nearly passing the torch to JFK. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it was just a really nice moment, and like another feel good moment for WXW. Like, there's so many. Like for me, I don't think there is a bigger one than Bobby Guns winning the world title. Oh, I I was in. I actually was in. I I started crying. Like I was oh. I was bawling my eyes out because I think getting so invested in him from going to going to Carrot last year and just seeing him go from heel to babyface because. People enjoyed chanting guns, Bobby guns, but also because of his wrestling ability and, and seeing him grow and now seeing him on top of the company. I just I just couldn't hold it in. I just had to let it out. Just floods of tears. It's so good because I know he was getting one or two small bookings places. He feels like he's just WXW though, doesn't he? Like he's just their guy. He's not anywhere else really yet. Yet, like he will be, don't get me wrong. Like the people have to pay attention to him now. Um, like he's so over in WXW, I think he could get over almost anywhere. I his wrestling is so good, his humor is so good. He looks really well. Um, as my mother said, oh, he's gorgeous. When I showed her the photo of all of us with him last last year, um, but like, yeah, it was great. It was just so good, so good to see because I didn't think he was going to do it. Oh my god! When Vinny Vortex came out, I was expecting the worst. And that sounds horrible. No, no offense to Vinny Vortex, but because of the way they were building it, and I'm like, I can't, I can't be happy at this all the time throughout this weekend. So I just had a really bad feeling. And then when I did that bit with you know Bobby knocking Vinny off, I'm like, oh my god, Bobby's not going to win. Vinny's turning on Bobby. It's going to be even worse than I imagined. It's going to be very emotional for all the wrong reasons. But that didn't happen. No. It was nervous, though. Like, watching the... I only watched the documentary on Thursday night after Inner Circle um, watched it in the hotel. And I was like, he's fucking turned on Bobby. He's a snake. He's going to turn on Bobby for sure. Look at him. Like, he was the big brother. He got Bobby into wrestling and then his moment, his time passing by when he got an injury, injury. He's definitely he's bitter. He's going to get Bobby, and then he didn't. So, so happiness all around. Yeah, it, it it was something special. And I think, like you said, like he doesn't get much bookings elsewhere. He's a WXW guy, but I think WXW do that very well. They build up their talent. You know, it's it's very rarely you actually see kind of outsiders coming in. I just kind of been given something straight away. No, they have to be like an integral part of the company. Yeah, that was very evident with Pete Dunn, like when he was like OTT champion and like getting good matches in progress and getting a lot of notice. Like it was very close to even before he signed with WWE. Like he was had become like hot shit in Europe. But when he came into WXW, it was like he really got felt like he was just a new guy kind of coming in. It's very smart in their part, to be honest, because the WXW crowd 
Um, once they, you know, once they start getting invested in someone in a storyline and seeing them kind of rise through the ranks rather mm. than just being given something, the payoff is that much more. And we got that with Bobby Goods for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, other match that I wasn't expecting to be really good, but I really enjoyed would be um, A Kid versus Chris Ridgway at Ambition. That was one that I just didn't expect to like, or, you know, Ambition isn't really my style. I enjoy it, but I. I wouldn't sit down probably and turn it on, you know, that kind of way. But yeah. I'll go to the show, but I, I really enjoyed that match. I thought that was really, really good. So that's one to look out for the weekend, from the weekend. Yeah, Ambition in general, I think, is really good. And But I do feel like it is good that it is only once a year. I think you don't want oversaturation in that style and WXW do it very well. And I think it was really good bringing all the different names for it this year rather than just... You know, oh, here's the guys that are in cars. We'll put them in ambition as well. No, it was actually people who, like, that's their thing. Like, that's Chris Ridgeway's thing, is that kind of shoot style stuff. So, yeah, happy for him and happy for Erie for winning. And Rico did great. Rico killed it. Rico was on another level in that tournament. Like, I knew he was in good shape, but I didn't think he could move like that. I, I was very impressed with Rico in that. Um... But Irie winning, it was like, uh, I think my phrase was, how can somebody so cute be so vicious? He's so cute. And I'm really sad I never got his t-shirt, the little the little Winnie the Pooh one. Yeah, I meant to too, and I never did. I, I feel really bad about it. Hopefully he'll be back in OTT soon. I, I can get one. Yes, fingers crossed, because they're the cutest t-shirts I've ever seen. Yeah, they're super, super cute. Um, I wonder if I even get someone in WXW to get me one and send it over. Um with PayPal or something because they're super cute. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Um, willing to pay, willing to pay extra. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I. It just anytime I went out when when the wrestlers were there, said immersed the queues were so long. I know that's the same for everyone, but I was just like put off at certain times. I did queue up to get Daisuke's signed picture of Daisuke. I wanted to get his. He had post-its, which look really cool. And um, a workout DVD and an energy drink for sale. But the posters are all gone. I saw him before the show. Well, he wasn't selling them yet. He wasn't at his station yet. But yeah, I saw all the stuff he had, and they were awesome. But everything was pretty much sold out. Now I went back to him. I was distraught when I got to the table. <laughs> the post-it notes were sold out. They were so cool. They're like dice shaped post-it notes. I have ones of the genie of Aladdin from Aladdin. I have his ones. Um, but the dice games were so cool. I should have asked him on the bowling just to keep me, you know, to keep me just uh, some post-it notes there, Mr. Dice Game Sakamoto. Thank you very much. But five no. euro, I would have paid twenty. Like, oh, same. I mean, probably should have got a workout DVD. Like looking at him now, I'm like, Jesus Christ, there's not a pick on you. <laughs> As in, like fat. It's all muscle. It's all muscle. He's there eating a big burger. Like I should have got the workout DVD and the energy drink so I can work out, <laughs> like build up that, like just work it off. But I ended up just getting a T-shirt from him, which it is okay. Powder though, the energy drink. It wasn't like a monster or a Red Bull. It was like powdery stuff. You have to yourself. It's like protein or something or one of those like pre-workout things. Yeah, I think so. It was like I remember Melanie Gray and uh, Alpha Kevin actually sold energy drinks one, one year and they made a killing on them like actual cans of red bull like and there was 16 carat cans of red bull at one stage as well oh 
Yeah, wow. definitely sell them because they would sell like crazy. I know the monster truck showed up to give out free cans of monster at one stage. Um, but I think selling monsters in that venue would would be a big money earner. Oh God, I would have guzzled the energy drinks. I would have like ten bonds for for a monster. Same, especially on that Sunday, like. On the Sunday night, there is a crazy six-man tag between Schadenfreude and Lucha Bros and Ray Phoenix. And I was just so tired and sore. My eyes were watering because I'm like, I can't even enjoy this. I'm just <laughs> in pain. <laughs> so I think Monster really would have helped me in my, my desperate situation. <laughs> I, I did discover that in Buster's family video store, not Buster's erotic discount store um well i maybe have it in the erotic discount store too but they sell sweets um and they sell energy drinks in there which was a great find because um the man at the kebab van if you get a drink off him he uses his gloves to take the drinks out of the fridge and he's such he's touched like onion and garlic and stuff and the drinks always pong of onion and garlic and i can't drink them that's a pro tip that's a pro tip so put that in your guide Put that in my guide. That is really people in America are listening to this and they're going, What the fuck is <laughs> am I listening to? They're like they're unsubscribing from us right now after that tip. But um yeah. Buster's family video has um I think it's Rockstar energy drinks. Pro tip. That's so that's not too bad. I'll drink a Rockstar. Mm-hmm. You know who else is a Rockstar? Who's a Rockstar? Lucky Kid. Ah. Yes. Is that segue? I thought you were going to say Dan, who actually is a rock star. Do you know that Dan guy, New Metal Dan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do we need to talk about him on the podcast? No, but let's talk about Lucky Kid. <laughs> Lucky Kid. Winner of 16 Karat Gold 2019. Yes. Pretty happy about it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have called it. I thought Tim was going to win. Me too. I thought he was going to be out first round. But here we are. We're living in a lucky kid world. Good for him. He's so lucky. He's a star. But we were not crying on that night. No. Yes. We were happy. <laughs> Alan Pop for that. <laughs> oh, man. This is special. The The crowd so firmly behind him from the beginning. And he went through fan favorite Tim, fan favorite Axel, fan favorite Ilya, and then big asshole Walter, who's been cheating and playing violins on his fake violin. I don't know what I was trying to say there. And, and cheating and, and scheming his way to the finals. Powerbombing poor Phoenix out of his mask and not leaving him have the mask back and messing up his mask. God, Walter was awful in this tournament. He was a really, really bad dude. Dastardly. A yeah. fiend. A crook. A crook. He was defeated, though. Lucky, lucky. It it was incredible because if you watch closely, like seeing Lucky get like he rolled up Tim to win the big shock, big surprise. He finally beat him, and then from there his confidence just grew, mm-hmm. and Walter's cockiness grew. But Lucky Lucky got the better of him. I love every time Lucky won, he was like surprised that he won. Do you like me? Kind of a thing. It was kind of the, the way he, instead of like celebrating like crazy, he was like, Did I win? Just kind of, it was, it was really nice. I just feel like patting him on the head. Good job. Good job, Lucky. Yeah. I, I started my weekend sitting beside Lucky Kid on a couch while Alan recorded conversations with Chris Brooks. 
And I was sitting there beside him for about an hour. I had no idea that he would be the man that would win 16 carat. I would have never guessed. I'm so happy he did. It's funny because I'm just thinking back. I remember we talked about 18th anniversary and he was in a title match against Absolute Andy. And I'm just remembering the crowd reception to Lucky then and how we were like, you know, if they if they called the audible and had Lucky Kid with the title, I mean, it would have been the right call. Like, I think still, like, it's it's good now that they've waited for him to have this special moment of winning 60 and carrot. And it's, it did come out of left field, but it's not as left field as absolute Andy, I think, last year. It's kind of nice. And Lucky's a, Lucky's a top guy now. Yeah, he's a top guy. It's crazy that he is because of his character is so timid and so shy nearly you know but it, it's great that he is lovely kid yeah lovely kid. I, I wouldn't be opposed to him dropping the name kid from his name and just going as lucky now he's getting a bit older and he has just been very lucky so he go for lucky lucky or just lucky i think as <laughs> winner of 16 carat he should drop the kid lucky yeah lucky man yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> lucky, <laughs> lucky lucky dude just lucky just lucky <laughs> Yeah, that could work. Yeah, just lucky. Just lucky. Just Joe. Just lucky. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, lucky, definitely. Um, it was just a beautiful moment at the end with the confetti then coming down because it's, it's such a parallel to um, last year with the crowd being stunned into silence with absolute Andy winning. <laughs> a year on, getting to celebrate this and seeing people just jump for joy and tears and just when when like when I left the Turbine Hall that night like I was I just felt really satisfied yeah me too like it was all done it was all wrapped up in a neat little package it had storylines going forward it no nothing bad except for like I guess Kelly not winning the title on night two really happened like everything was well in the world of WXW it's like rice pudding all around. Yeah, it's and I know for a while there you could say it like WXW were kind of struggling creatively and storylines weren't really getting built up and just that overwhelming sense of sadness, but they're well back at track now. And like you said, Carrot was not just a tournament to happen and there's a winner, but there's so many story arcs and different things that different ways you can go and you watch 16 carat and you want to stick around because there's so much that can happen now. Yeah. That's it. I'm going to watch you in the road to um, New York some stage this weekend. We turned it on earlier just to see Alan's promo about the curry gold butter. Um, Don't make me sound like a mark for myself. <laughs> no, it was me. I wanted to see it. Yeah, it wasn't him. It was me. He told me about the curry gold butter and I was laughing about it and I wanted to see it. But it looks like Alan's asking Walter about the curry gold butter when... You're recording it was Walter asking Alan about curry gold butter. I wanted to see it, but the way it's cut, it makes it look like Alan's the one suggesting the curry gold butter in the first place. <laughs> I just want to see what the hell is he on about the curry gold butter. Can't wait for an official statement to be like, no, I was not quizzing Walter about <laughs> butter. Just make it clear, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I put up a tweet of that if anyone's interested in seeing it. Um, any other resting talk from you before we move on to the next topic? Um, a wrestling podcast, but like the professionals have talked about this tournament in detail. Yeah, I mean, 
all the wrestling was great. Great seeing Axel. Great seeing Tim wrestle as his hero as idol. Um, Inner Circle was great. Um, Ambition was great. Didn't go to the other shows on that weekend because I'm a coward. Um, yeah. Yeah, all all good. Um, I think overall the quality of match was better than last year. And a lot more diverse. And I'm excited now to see. Uh, I watched Road to New York today and now I'm excited for New York itself. Yeah, I'm going to get New York and watch it live here. Um, you're welcome to come over if you want to watch it here with us. Um, I think it's on at 9 o'clock in, in Irish time. So um, I haven't got any time off work yet, but I'll definitely be able to watch that one live because it's only 9 o'clock on Thursday, which is quite good. Um, first live WXW show, I believe, with uh, Jeremy Graves on com- commentary. And some people are saying the card looks a little bit disappointing, but I will say you haven't seen the full card yet. There's two more matches to be announced, I believe, that are very, very good. One especially is um, one that appeals to me greatly. Um, so no spoilers, I can't give spoilers, but the, the card is going to get better, I assure people. Um, not that it's not good already, it's it's already quite good. Um, uh, you said you didn't go to the other shows. I did. Um, I went to Wrestling Cult in the morning after the bowling, and I regretted it. Um not like the temple was cool and it was fun to well it wasn't really fun but it was it, it was it was nice to be able to say I wasn't a coward and I went to a 10 o'clock show but in reality I really went to see rotation um I, I wanted to see rotation he had this out so much with the bowling I hadn't seen him wrestle since he wrestled for WXW uh many years ago now and I told him um I'd go see him in the morning he was so good he dropped you and Erie back to their their uh, accommodation after the bowling everything I was really looking forward to seeing him not just like well it wasn't as if I was doing him a favor I genuinely wanted to see him wrestle um uh like for the first time in ages and he wasn't on the show um there was some okay stuff on the show um Melanie Gray's title match was quite good she lost the title um Bad Bones was macho man for some reason I think that's a new thing he does uh Carnage and his fan club probably stole the show um, they were these really drunk, heavy metal looking dudes uh, who were drinking lots of beer early in the morning and just really chatting for Carnage, who isn't the best wrestler um, over and over. Um, they were a sight to be seen at 10 o'clock in the morning. But I met Rotation later and I said, is everything OK? Thinking that maybe he might have had an injury or wasn't feeling well. And he told me that, no, that the promoter contacted him just the day before to cancel him off the show. And I hadn't heard about it. So Rotation got cancelled off the show, despite being better than most wrestlers on the show. So big thumbs down for Wrestling Cult for not, for unbooking my my absolute fave, Rotation. The day before. The day before. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't understand. Like, because he wrestled for Wrestling Cult, like, before. It's not like it was his first time getting booked and... He was on the poster and he was better than most of the wrestlers on the show. I saw him wrestle later in the day, a wrestling Deutschland, which I wasn't going to go to, but I felt I had to go see Rotation then. He did great on that show. He got the win as well. Good man yourself, Rotation. Good yeah. man yourself. The XW Academy match. Um, but yeah, the carnage was the highlight. Uh, Melanie was quite good. I didn't really understand what Bad Bones was doing. Um, Does anyone understand? <laughs> 
my possibly problematic fave. Shh. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm saying nothing else. <laughs> Just in case. I do like him, though. I, I think he's a good wrestler. Um, uh, is that it for wrestling, chat? Yeah, let's move on to uh, Absolute Andy's entrance. Yeah. He got a cherry picker himself. Like, <laughs> Your da has arrived, ladies and gentlemen. It was white. He came down from the ceiling. I was in tears of laughter. <laughs> laughter. I thought it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. It wasn't as spectacular as other 16 carat Saturday night entrances. Like there's definitely like the big Jern one, the other Andy one with like the streamers and stuff like that, and the fire, the sparks. Even Kelly's and Tony's, you could you could argue were were a lot more spectacular than Andy and Bobby's here, but Andy's was just so funny. As well, because Bobby's one I thought was very, very cool coming in from the back of the the hall. It was actually quite right beside where I was, so of course I was delighted. Um, all the smoke and stuff like that was really cool. Like him coming out, and then just Andy. It was just like he's like, "All right, lads, here I have a great idea. I'm gonna come in from the ceiling, but no, no, not gonna Shawn Michaels it. <laughs> Too dangerous. Too dangerous. <laughs> Can't take that risk. No, no. <laughs> Cherry picker." <laughs> A white, white cherry picker. Oh, uh, and I liked how it was like this big. Like, oh my god, what's he doing? Because they started playing his music and nothing happened, and then it started again. I'm like, oh my god, he's up. Oh, it's a cherry picker. <laughs> it's like last year, Bad Bones getting played to the ring by some like semi-famous heavy metal band playing his theme song, and the crowd going nuts. But this time it's just Andy coming out, the fucking cherry picker. And then. If anything sums him up, it's that, and it was glorious. If he'd won the Oberhausen Open, I wonder what he brought the trophy down on him. Oh, I'd wish. I know. Uh, oh well. I heard he was quite upset that he didn't win the bowling. He thought he was going to win it, and he did. He came close enough. Like he was, him and Kelly were probably about fifth or sixth or maybe seventh. They were in the top ten for sure. They were amazing, and. Andy, I think, actually had never really bowled before. <laughs> but look at him. <laughs> like, I think it's just a natural fact that dads are good at bowling. <laughs> the f- I, it's what they inherit. Yeah. The photos that Gunny took of Andy at the bowling are just so pure and amazing. Like, all the photos Gunny took were amazing. And, like, again, big thanks to Gunny for doing all that. But uh, he had said to me about the disposable cameras, but I completely forgot. Then I didn't see him on the night. I didn't see any of the disposable cameras at all. And then when I found out they were done, I was like, oh, cool. But the photos of Andy for the disposable cameras are just something else. Top notch. Top notch. Well done, Bunny. Give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> but yeah, Andy is no longer the champion. So where, where does he go from here? It's causing chaos, trying to get back what's I was going to say rightfully his, but what he feels is rightfully his. I hope so. I hope there's some good promos out of this. There's some good ones on, uh, I won't spoil them for you, but he he's an absolute gem again on uh, Road to NYC. So uh, we haven't seen the last of the perfect absolute Andy promo. Something to look forward to after my six hours of class tomorrow on a Sunday. Not a Sunday, a Saturday. 
feeling very sorry for myself. I woke up this morning. And I was just so upset. I was like, I can't even have a lion tomorrow. Very sorry for myself. You can get through it. All right. Think, think of absolute Andy on the cherry picker. <laughs> it'll be me. It'll be me uh, starting the class. And then six hours later, it'd be me at the bottom of the cherry picker. (laughs) A six hour lecture all the way down. (laughs) Which was his team on in the background constantly. It's a great team. I think it's my favorite WXW theme, to be quite (laughs) honest. I just think it's like, because it's the all day four music, but the big remix, because it's all cool and stuff. Very cool theme. (laughs) Cool dad, absolute Andy. Cool dad. Um okay, um karaoke karaoke retrospective and I have to leave you to this one because I didn't go. Yeah, um the after party was a bit wild, very wild, because it was in an actual like nightclub area rather than just like a side room uh from the from the venue. It was in the Turbina Hall still because that thing is just I don't know how many venues and rooms there is, but Oh my God, Sarah, it was, and I didn't even drink at it. So I have vivid memories of everything. <laughs> um, yeah, karaoke was, was a great time. I think everyone had a go at it. Um, ben probably wants that in because him and JMO did uh, a cover of that song, Lady Gaga and uh, Bradley Cooper song, which I've forgotten the name of. So I'm going to have to look it up again. Uh, Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper. What's it called? Shallow. There we go. Shallow. Um, very heartfelt. Um, very loving. Um, I think that was people's pick of the night. Other ones include Rico doing Sweet Child of Mine. Oh, nice. Was he good? Yeah, very, very good. He got the moves. <laughs> um, oh, I can imagine he has the moves. I, I, I'm not sure if he has the... I wouldn't imagine he'd have the voice, but I'd say he definitely have the moves. Definitely the moves. Um, we had Kyle Fletcher and Chris Brooks do their interpretation of All Star by Smash Mouth. Um, that that was very interesting. Um, we had Mike Kilby and Leah do their Waterloo by ABBA. They had matching dance moves as well. Also, also a big hit on the night. Sounds um, good. Yeah. Oh, of that. They had they had shapes. Yeah, and it was very well coordinated. Um, <laughs> Did they practice? I've been practicing. I think they did. <laughs> they had that planned out. Um, unfortunately for me, the low light of the night was someone stealing my song, which was Sweet Caroline. Oh, no. Someone got in before me. And as it came up on the screen, I had a, a horde of people be like, Sarah, he took your song. And now, to be fair to him, my voice was gone by that point. So <laughs> he did a much better job than me, whoever it was. But I, I sang from the heart as 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 I stood stood there from the crowd. Um it's okay. Oh. Did you sing anything? I did. So I had forgotten that this has happened earlier on in life, but a, a particular song was mentioned to me by Mike Kilby that we have to sing. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. And this was probably two hours before I ended up singing it. But I hear the names Mike, Blaine, and Sarah. And I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't put my name forward. Like, I can barely talk. Never mind, sing. So I didn't actually go up. And then I saw on the screen, Beautiful Life, Ace of Bass. Oh. So I was like, well, 
More than hype brothers. <laughs> we, we got a more than hype chant. We got a bleh chant. And we got the hype more than hype chant going at 16 carat after party. Oh, that's that's excellent. I didn't, didn't know that. Yeah, it, it, there's not too many videos because it was quite late in the night. So um, people just weren't bothered. There's a few out there. I'll see if I can find them. Um, but yeah, it was great. Uh, I think more than hype should be at Tag League. I mean, maybe they're not at the level to be in Tag League, but they should be at Tag League. Like an all four-way or something. <laughs> Did it do all four-way at Tag League? Well, they can start yeah. doing one now. Yeah, they start doing one now for, for the... the I've decided to call them the Morden Hype Brothers, even though they're not brothers. But it's like the Jonas Brothers. They're brothers in arms. Who are back, by the way. Much to Scott and delight. The Jonas Brothers, yeah. I'm all about that. I like the Jonas Brothers. There was a Jonas Brothers sing-along on the way home from the bowling. And on the way home from the after party. <laughs> on the way home most nights, actually. Mort is also a big fan of the Jonas Brothers, so... That, that's a scoop for you right there. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Um, one other thing, let's see, we just we have finished Ben's list. The other things we were asked to talk about were oh, Eamon wanted people to, everyone to know that someone said he was the Irish Scott Murren and that uh, the real goal was the friendship we all made along the way. But you see, my problem with this is I made friends before I went. I don't think I made friends over there. Oh. I definitely met some people for the first time over there. They were quite nice. I feel like now I've just insulted people because they were like, I only talked to you for the first time at Carrot. What do you mean we're not friends? Big <laughs> things there. You bitch. <laughs> I'm the mean one on the podcast now. I have no friends. No one's my friend. <laughs> you buried New Metal Dan earlier. <laughs> when we get to everyone else you met the first time, it's like, oh, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> they're switching this off right now. <laughs> Not supporting her anymore. Um, Brian says he wants to. Um, Brian said he wants us to, to talk about the happy hour, and of course, a thirty-minute NH versus trip debate. Oh, the happy oh. hour! I discovered. Um, I think I was the first person to order a cocktail at the happy hour on the Friday. Um, we were sitting there with myself. My friend Marie, it's Marie Cliff on Twitter. We were having a beer, and then I noticed that there was a list of cocktails which were half price at the time we were there. So we were like, instead of getting another beer, let's get a cocktails. And when I went up to pay for our two cocktails, it was like six euro for both, not just one. Um, and Shauna got one as well, and I think hers was like three euro, and we drank them, and they were they were quite good. So I tweeted about him and I wasn't expecting as much enthusiasm and uh, for the tweet to be so influencing. It was more a joke of a sticking your fingers up, a parody of the cocktails with the girlos kind of t- kind of uh, messages you see on Facebook and stuff. Uh, but it really caught on. I feel so sorry for the staff of the Trip Hotel. <laughs> the hordes of people that gathered in that hotel bar slash lobby on Friday. They were running out to get like all the bottles of you know spirits, of like juices and everything. They they were overwhelmed. But it was worth it. Those cocktails were great. Cocktails were great. They were super cheap. Um I didn't mean for it to catch on. It just did. Um 
yeah, I think that could be a thing going forward that people will go to the trip for drinks before the shows. I'm all in on that. There's no cocktail was more than four euro for sure. Yeah, and after hours, I think they were like seven something, so it was more than half price. Oh well, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, not too much else to about the hours. Um, there's probably so many different things I'm forgetting from the weekend, but all in all, fantastic time. I think all first timers had an absolute ball. All returnees had an absolute ball. Um, there's very, very few low lights. I'd say like the only one thing was the sight lines weren't great from a lot of parts of the bigger turbine and holla, but I know that that has been taken on board by WXW and they're going to look to fix that for next year. So the German people just get shorter because they're all fucking giants. Oh my god, it was insane. It's like if they're, they're all average height people, it wouldn't be as big a problem, but they're all massive. They're all over six foot. Like, what is going on? I remember at one point before night two started, I was on this like platform thing and I could see perfectly fine. I was like, okay, this is going to be great. I can see the mat. That's like a privilege when you're just on the floor. And then just a horde of guys just stood in front of me. And I was like, oh, okay. Can't see anything now. (laughs) So I went up to the the balcony to watch the first half of the show. And then I I was like, no, I need to go down. Like to, to like my friends and stuff for the for the second half for Bobby and stuff and I just stood at the back, um, best chance I could get seeing and just kind of dipping through, like the gaps and people in the crowd. So yeah, I watched most of it from upstairs. I'd planned to watch most of it from downstairs, but it was really tough to see. Um, my friend Marie got a great spot, but there really wasn't even place for two people there. It was she was watching it through the stairs of the fire escape. It was really strange. She was on her own, but she could see everything. So I was kind of happy to leave her there. And I was going over and back to her and stuff. But it was literally just the two of us watching through the stairs of the fire escape. Um, and I have seats for Tag Leagues. I'm bringing my nephew. So I just actually bought tickets um, fourth and fifth row because he won't be able to stand and not, not as dedicated as the German kid fans who queue for ages to get right up to the mat. God love them and their dedication. They're great, but my nephew just wouldn't do that. So. I want to see the tickets and I hope you can see. That's just being very, very smart. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I'm now like, hmm, I wonder if there are any more seats left because my, I, I don't know how, but I was worse off this carrot than I was last year. I don't know what I did because I was a lot smarter in my decisions, but I was destroyed. Just tiring times. Yeah. It's it's like a WrestleMania weekend now. Like speaking from experience, going to loads of WrestleManias. Um, this would be my first year in eight watching it at home, I believe. Um, not that I was, I I skipped another WrestleMania, but I wasn't. I was in Japan for it. Um, but yeah, like this, it's as go 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 as a WrestleMania weekend. But you have the added benefit of everything's on in the same location that you don't have to travel places. But there were literally four shows on on sat on Saturday and an after show party after all that. So they're long, long days. But you don't have to travel in between, which is really good. And if you stay in one of the nearby hotels, it's you don't have any travel, really, like, which is good. Yeah, I'm all for just making carrot like our main, like, that's the destination. 
like WrestleMania. I don't know how much it costs. I've never been, but Cara is. Cara's more fun. Yeah. I'm not just saying it. It's more fun because you don't have the stress of the travel. And it's the same story all the way through. It's not like dream match, dream match, dream match, which I get pretty fed up with. It's a story that lasts all weekend long. From Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's a story all the way through rather than all these dream matches on shows, which might be incredible. Like, don't get me wrong. This main weekend is going to have incredible matches. You're going to get to sample a bit of everything. I'm not knocking WrestleMania weekend. I just personally prefer Carrot weekend. God bless WXW and God bless 16 Carrot. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Um, and last thing is tr- 30 minute. NH versus Trip. I don't think we can do 30 minutes. What's your thoughts? They're the two hotels that are nearest to um, the venue for WXW. Um, there's some other ones as well. Um, there's the BNB Centro. There's the Mercure, which is right beside the bowling. Um, there's the Rena- Residence or Renaissance. There's the Wrestler Hotel, uh, which is the Has Union. But the main two that the Irish and the English stay in is the NH and the trip. Oh, I'm still trip for life. No, no, wrong. I said it wrong. I'm NH for life. I'll cut, better. I'll, cut, I'll, I'll cut that out. <laughs> um, superior hotel in Norway. I, I do think the NH in terms of quality beds, the actual hotel itself. I, I think the NH and they have the, the covers in the hotel lobby. Cover um, yeah, yeah, it, it's absolutely beautiful. I I have booked the trip again for tag league. Um, I think just purely for convenience and the happy hour and the twenty four hour bar. But I, mean, I hear you. But the NH isn't that much further away. It's a little bit further away, and it's not near the Centro. But it is near the nice old folks home cafe and the train station that has the good Chinese and the nice bakery. So there's pros. Like it's not that much further away. It's really not. It's probably about a 10 minute walk difference, probably. And the NH has a foot spa on the top floor that I didn't have this year because um, I stayed in the trip and I missed it. And the NH also has bats. The trip does not have a bat. It does not have a foot spa. Oh my God, I thought you said bats. I was like, what do you mean? Bats? <laughs> No, the, the NH and the NH breakfast is much better. I booked the breakfast all in, all in, included in the trip, and it was cheaper, mind you. But it was it was no way way nowhere near as good as the NH breakfast. So oh, I didn't I didn't book breakfast this time. I, I was never up early enough for it. I wouldn't book it again in the trip. I wouldn't be arsed. I'd go across to Dunkin' Donuts or or somewhere else. Um, but I think the NH is the best. I, I wouldn't argue that point. Um, I've stayed in the NH three times and the trip once. So The trip do give you a free bottle of water every day, though, that the NH don't. It's fizzy water. I, that, that's the caveat. I like fizzy water, but others may be put off by that. Yeah, that, that is one good thing about the trip. Um, yeah, like the, and the Shellacabuki. The Shellacabuki is by the NH. Yeah, we had to walk past it when we arrived because, God forbid, we didn't because I would not have been able to get through the weekend without paying a visit. Yeah, that's the snail statue, which is the mascot of Oberhausen or the mayor of Oberhausen. Um, there's a new hotel opening up in time for 
Tag League. Um, it's a Holiday Inn Express. I believe if you stayed in one Holiday Inn Express, you stayed in them all. But that's going in near the Centro. So that's a new option for people. It's quite affordable, I believe, and includes breakfast um, as a standard. Okay, so you want my thoughts on NH versus Trip. All right. I am NH born and bred. It's NH once. I'll be NH when I'm dead. <laughs> 2009, 2019, it would have been, but it was robbed from me this year when my wife said she wanted. Uh, I lost. I thought I could keep that going a little longer. <laughs> the rhymes failed me, but um, yes, uh, uh, I was a staunch and hate supporter. I, I think I just discovered. I don't think I got it on a recommendation or anything. I think I just picked it out myself when I was looking for places to stay my first time going over there. And uh, the the 2000s, my first car was 2009. Didn't go in 2010, and then in 2011 there was a big group of us and they all stayed in the NH. Jamie OD was part of that group. Um, there was a guy who we nicknamed uh, Rudy back then. He used to go to some of the, the Dragon Gate UK shows and he was, um, he was from Wales and he was doing some backyard wrestling with a couple of guys that he was telling us about. And they had this cool brand defend indie wrestling. I was thinking, Oh yeah, that's, that sounds great. I'm sure that'll go very far whoever those guys are. And, uh, um, but uh, there was him and who else was there on that trip? There was a few other people. Um, uh, a certain uh, young Irishman na- by the name of Zig would have been there on that trip, but uh, he was going to be sharing a room with me as it so happens. But uh, on the way to the airport, as I'm f- trying to trying to find out where he's at and if he'll be at the airport on time, I find out he's bailing on the last, the very last minute. So I had God the room. Damn, I had the room all to myself. Do you know Zig is called? Speaking of us nicknaming your man Rudy, I also nicknamed Zig Zig. I named him. I, I, want, sure, I want. I want. I want that out there too. I named him Zig. Um, I also named Big Sean. I also named Big Sean. Well, I came up to Psycho Nate Martin. You did not come up with I Psycho Nate. I came up with Psycho Nate. I came up with Psycho Nate. I digress. The trip versus the NH, right? <laughs> That's what we're doing here. Okay, so the NH, I have a long history with. It's great. I find it very comfortable. I find it very soothing. There is nice music in the in the lift. That is a big plus for me. I have tried to um, initiate us getting music in our lifts in our building and work. I was shut down. Um, I just find it very relaxing and soothing. I like going up to the gym slash sauna slash area to get free water and apples slash uh, just kind of pamper yourself kind of area. I like that. I like the uh, jellies they have in reception. I like, um, what else do I like? I like all the, like the, the body lotion, the free body lotion they give you and the little shampoos and shower gels and the little soaps. And the- you don't get that in the trip. All that stuff, all the little trinkets at the NH are like. Also, guaranteed, every time I've been there, fridge in the room. So I can go to Little Aldi, I can get a few bits, have them in the fridge in the room over the weekend. If I want to have a little bit of ham when I come home <laughs> from one of the 16 carrot shows at 1am, I know I'll have a little bit of ham in the fridge. 
and then I can throw it out on the Monday when I'm going to the airport if I didn't get through it all. A little bit of bread I'll keep on the side, make myself a little impromptu sandwich, you know? If, if, if times are tough and it's and you're staring in the face with like a sixth McDonald's in two days or something like that, you're like, no, I'm going to go back to my room, got my little bit of ham, that'll do. Um, so, uh, yeah, trip, we get this big swank... Um, we get this big swank, uh, what do you call it, sir? Sweet. I sweet. swank, though. <laughs> yeah, but that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a big swank sweet, but it was just big. Just really big. No fridge. Um, no fridge at all. Uh, no um, no bath. That's the other thing. The NH is a bath. And I never really use it. Sarah's always going on about it being nice. But I got a present of these like bath things at Christmas. And... Um, I was like, Do you know what? I'll use these in the bath when we go to our suite. I'm sure it'll have this big, lovely bath because it's a big, swanky suite. It didn't have a bath. Um, to be fair, it did have a very nice shower. But the NH shower is very good too. Rips the skin off you, the power off it. It's great. Um, the NH is fantastic. It's got the tram outside. It's just comfortable. It's classy. There's a classiness to the NH. The trip, I wouldn't say it's not very classy, but like... I don't know, you know, you, you, the eggs, okay, yeah, sure, the, you got, you walk out reception, you got these girls giving the middle finger, having their cocktails, (laughs) it's just, it doesn't have that same classiness as the, the NH has, you know, um, and, uh, what else there is, there is a different, your zero points. We won't speak on that. That's a misunderstanding between me and the <laughs> Um We're not going to hold that against them. Uh, you say they're lot. You still have zero points. Yes, but I also once <laughs> on the day I checked out, after checking out, snuck out with a towel, which I used in a water park, and then dropped it back when I went back to collect my bag. <laughs> they're keeping for me. So I feel if I had points at that moment, they would have been reset to zero. So that's fair enough. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. I could have just snuck into the bathroom and left the towels down in the bathroom, but I wanted to be honest and nice. So I went up to the gentleman at reception and said, hello, I'd just like to thank you. I took uh, use of this towel for the day after checking out. Uh, now, uh, how, what would you like me to do with it? Should I leave it in the bathroom? <laughs> Should I leave it with you? What's the procedure here? And he looked at me like, there's no procedure here, sir. No one has ever had the gall to do something like this before. Uh, so, yeah, that was that. Um, but, uh, they, hey, look, I got used to the towel. They kept my luggage for me and gave me back my luggage. So, you know, they, I, I got the privilege of being a honorary customer that I have been for the last decade in that instance. I've also um, got to take home many a mini body lotion because I don't know how many I've taken home. Some have come home accidentally. Some have come home on purpose. But all I know is for the last like four years, if I've ever needed a bit of body lotion around or just dry hands or whatever, there's always an NH product in my home. <laughs> Somewhere randomly in a bag or in a press. They're everywhere. Like they're, I've never been out of them. I've never gone looking for one and not been able to find one. They, they, they generally appear to be in quite a prominence here in the, the 4L household. You might think you were walking into the NH if you walked into their home, to be perfectly honest. I have never taken a towel back home. I, w- I would not bring a towel over international waters. That is, that's a line I wouldn't cross. I would bring it to the water park, though, in Oberhausen and, and use it, though, because, uh, um, yeah, uh, I'm well within my rights to. I'm an honorary customer. <laughs> 
They've treated me well over the years. I have great respect. I always greet the the folks at reception with a big smile. They do the same most of the time. And um, yeah, I think that's about it, really. A trip had probably better Wi-Fi, to be fair to the trip. I'm ragging on the trip. The trip was fine. I, I had no beef with the trip. It's nice being right along. I, I, I'm, I am a positive kind of guy, as some people may or may not know. Um, glass half full approach is the route I like to go a lot of the time. And rather than focusing on the things I like better about the NH while I was in the trip, I just focused on the things I was enjoying about the trip. So how near we were to Centro and things like that was a big, nice little bonus for, for me on this trip. And uh, nice tea. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, very nice. Tea. Well, actually, the NH last time we were in NH had that same tea in the room. Okay. And I took that home too. Would be. <laughs> <laughs> The orange, what's it, orange rubus? Orange, orange cream rubus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I took it home from the trip too, so. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. You, you wouldn't want to treat them differently. So. Um, and H is better breakfast. More expensive though. But oh, it's yeah. much better. Yeah. It is much better. And uh, that's about that. Yeah. That's, that's your official review of the NH versus the trip. Yeah, Brian wanted like 25 minutes. I think he got it there. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to reveal, guys, but uh, I I got an email recently, um, from a particular NH, and it said, "Congratulations, you are now a silver member." Oh! And watch, you'll get the next email now, and you go silver member update. Your current points tally is zero points. <laughs> I'm getting five percent off my next booking. I think. Oh my god! Yeah, congratulations, you. We've never gotten anything like that. I'm getting a hundred percent off my next towel booking. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. Maybe like towels is there just their logo. They're like, nah, you mess with our towels. No points for you. But yeah, I betrayed them again, though. Are you betraying them again? Yeah, I hope they don't find out. Maybe I need to cancel my trip booking. Maybe you need to go to like fan or something. Use it then. Maybe. Or shortcut. I kind of want to go to shortcut to the top. Possibilities are endless. You should host your own show over there called Flan. <laughs> what, instead of Flan? Yeah. Flan. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a bowling event at Flan sometimes and we call it Flan. <laughs> <laughs> like four people will show up. <laughs> yeah, just Flan. Oberhausen open Flan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. How, how self-indulgent. I'd love it. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. Um... But that's everything everyone wanted us to talk about. Um, I don't have anything else to say, really. No, I've got nothing. I think we have it all well covered. Um, I'm pretty sure like you've heard other podcasts talk about the in-depth matches. And if you guys want to go check it out, obviously go check out um, WXWnow.de. Uh, has all the nights up there in German and English and ambition and inner circle and I'm sure wrestling Deutschland if you know if you're that way inclined that will be up very soon too that was a wild ride wrestling Deutschland lots of things happened I even went for a nap during it <laughs> oh my god oh wow I was so tired I just didn't go I, I watched RuPaul's Drag Race in the morning during Rassig Cult and got ready during Rassig Deutschland for night two. Oh, you you had the right idea. I tried to go back to the hotel, but it was lashing rain. I couldn't get a taxi, so. 
was, yeah. After rotation last year, I was like, I'm out of here. But then it didn't happen, so I went for it in that. And uh, what's the name? Is it Mike, I'm going to say? Yeah, there was a guy who, who was laughing at me sleeping. But yeah. Um, I think that's it. Just big thanks to everyone for coming to Oberhausen Open. Wrestlers, fans, staff, everyone. We all had a great night. Um, it was it was just so much fun. Thanks for coming. And hopefully you will come to trios again. Big thanks to Gunny for all the photos. Dragon, Jern, Avalanche, and Rotation for all their help with everything as well. Um, um, like it really does mean a lot. Yeah, and SL Wrestling for those sweet, sweet prizes um, for first second first and second place. Uh, they're very, very good. And for this sweet merch. Um, oh, yeah. Um, the bowling bags that he had made up. When he said he had bags for the winners, I thought it was the canvas bags that I got at Christmas. The one that we, we used for the, the road too. I wasn't expecting these heavy duty leather bowling bags, which were amazing. So well done. So unexpected. 10 out of 10. 10 out of, So then the merch quality is really good as well. I got some shirts from them and um, they, they're really, really good quality. Much better than like, do you know what you normally pick up in the show? Like they're good quality. They're obviously buying them in bulk and printing them and stuff. Um, it, the, the merch is really, really good from those guys. The cups are cool and stuff like that as well that they, that they sell. Just want them to start shipping to Ireland. Yeah. Please add Ireland as an option on your site. Um, you can use Parson Motel. You can use UK and then ship it through the north. But Yeah, I suppose. So SL Wrestling, thank you for the prizes. Fighting Spirit Magazine, thank you for the prizes. All in all, very, very good weekend. Yes. Everyone was great. There was no trouble, no hassle. Everything was great. Except for the pens. I'm going to let the pens go. I'm going to let it go eventually. Yeah. Don't worry. We all make mistakes and they will be rectified. <laughs> that's it from me. And that's it from me. Um, Ian, sing us away. Not a stop, not a stop, not a stop, not a stop.